this is, this is what I just heard Sam say. So I know like we sometimes have noise, so I thought I would add more noise. Does that help? <laughs> yeah. does, does that help if I add more noise to it? <laughs> I had this book growing up when and it was uh, called Too Much Noise. Do you know about this book? No, I'm kind sure of like your parents loved it. <laughs> yeah, they did. Well, it's about this farmer who couldn't sleep because there was like a tick, like a clock or something really okay. like bothering him. And then he kept what he kept doing was adding more more noise, like more things. So he'd cover up the clock with something else, and then he'd cover that up. And pretty soon, there's just less racket, you know. They, and, he and then can't he slept great. Too much noise. No, actually, then he got rid of everything, and it was just back down to the clock ticking. And he was like, oh. So it was like kind of a lesson about being satisfied with where you are instead of trying to pursue, man, more wow. and more. Well, it's a pretty good book. That that that's a wrap. I think that was <laughs> that's our episode. <laughs> Welcome to Curious Church Podcast. Welcome. Welcome. We're back. <laughs> We're back. We got back. We got back. We got We're back, back. again. Uh, I'm Sam. Uh, I'm Aaron. And I'm Matt. And uh, we do have some Curious Church podcast news it's right off the top. This is hot off the... Well, it's not... Well, the news is this will be my last podcast with the, <laughs> with the Curious Church crew, which I'm really sad about because this has been a lot of fun. But the good news is I'm moving to Michigan. People here at Granite Springs. Pe- pe- hold on. People are not going to hear that as good news. That's well, good well, news well, okay, only okay, for okay, you. Okay, That's, okay. <laughs> the good news is I'm it's leaving. Good news for people <laughs> in Michigan. So, yeah. <laughs> no, here's the good news. Okay, so it's Michigan good news. Listeners. You're right. It's good news for me because right. I'm moving to Michigan. My fiance. Uh, Whoa, that's a big word Yes, I'm engaged. To Kelly Powers. Whoa, we had her on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, she was on. Did the, you, hold on, I could feel <laughs> a, the chemistry. A quick, when a quick question of clarification: Did you okay, guys? You meet, knew we were dating. Did you right? guys meet on this podcast? Well, is this our first romance? <laughs> our first curious church. Podcast she's really romance? smart. She knows what she's talking about. Yeah, wow. you know, we met on the podcast. That's right, and uh, <laughs> and then we got engaged like two weeks later. <laughs> so that, is, that doesn't seem reckless or anything, does it? Just, it's, it's classic rom com. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna rebrand to Curious Church matchmaking services it was a podcast meet cute yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) no actually we had been dating we had been dating some time before that just to put that out there and uh, we got engaged uh in lake tahoe up up near lake tahoe this cool hike overlooking the lake about two weeks ago and so she's in michigan already she's uh she's going to school doing a grad program and uh getting her msw masters of social work and uh so i'm joining her out in michigan and uh, I got a job. I'll be working at Alger Park Christian Reformed Church. So if we have oh, any listeners, if we have any listeners out in Grand Rapids, are you going to start a podcast with them? You know, I don't know. I should hope not, because <laughs> <laughs> they would be our sworn enemies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why can't we be friends? Well, like sister I mean, cities, you know, it's like maybe, sister podcasts. It's maybe like maybe. a longer story where we start off as enemies, and over time we realize the things that we thought were our differences. Yeah, we have aren't more really that different in common than we think. Yeah, it's good. It's kind of a whole narrative. You, we we could do jump. Curious Church podcast East, and this could be Curious Church podcast West, West Coast, Midwest. I think the name is uh, Granite Springs property. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that's uh, you're gonna that's have to talk to our definitely branded. I thought I named it though. You're gonna have to pay a lot of money to get those rights. <laughs> okay, how much? It's be a lot of money. 
like licensing fees. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be a special offering mission. <laughs> so I will be in Grand Rapids. I will be in Grand, Grand Rapids uh, at a church and uh, working as a pastor of uh, discipleship and community, Alger Park Christian Reformed Church. So if you're in the area, come. I'll be there. Love to see you. And no. I might start a podcast, but, you know, it'll never be what this was. <laughs> it, ne- it will never be. And we've had, we've had because this news about Sam has been public for a little bit. So we've had a number of people asking us, what does this mean for Curious Church yeah, Podcast? No, right. I just want people to know it's going to be better than ever. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be very clear. We are upping our game. No, we're not. We're, uh, we'll miss Sam a lot, but Aaron and I want to keep going, and we're still working out exactly how that will look yep. without Sam in the room, as anyone who's listened to this podcast ever knows. That's a big chair. Yeah, it's he, a big, brings, big he brings chair. magic uh, and uh, wisdom and frivolity. All those things are going to be hard and to replace. Should, and I do want to kind of tease this a little bit. This is this is Sam's last episode as a co-host, but there could be a time in the future where he comes back, maybe as a guest. Yes, we don't I, have plans. We don't have plans. We don't have but, plans, right. but we have talked about. You know, I do love our Curious Church Christmas, uh, a very curious Christmas. Yeah, spectacular, spectacular, <laughs> and, and we are heading into season three or version three of that particular episode. So, never know. You know, who knows what could happen. My Christmas quizzes are a huge hit <laughs> with all our listeners. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, there's no guarantees, but um, yeah, it's been amazing. So what we decided to do uh, for my last podcast uh, episode here is to do a bunch of segments because I do love the segments. A summer segment, spectacular Sam send off. Yeah. So we're going to be doing. Like uh, Aaron's going to be bringing a my list, which will be fantastic. Uh, we got some hot beefs. And really? uh, I got, I got <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> and, uh, and then we thought we'd do it. I like it because we haven't done that in a while. And then I'm going to share uh, some, some thoughts kind of at the end. So, so let's jump into it. Let's have some fun. Let's do it. Yeah. We want to start with uh, my, uh, my list? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's great. Let's I'm excited it. about this one, guys. So I last night, it took me two nights to watch. Um, I watched it by myself, this little movie called... No, Aaron, I noticed that you do a lot of things by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not a surprise. I mean, you play by yourself, Super Bowl. <laughs> now you're watching shows by yourself. You do have a family. <laughs> you also clear. have a wife. Who's also been on this podcast. Yes, yeah, yeah. she has agreed to spend her life with me, <laughs> except for some certain activities. But this was one of them. I watched the movie Jaws. Oh, okay. It's on Netflix now. Uh, Isn't it? Yeah, it might be. I saw, oh. We have uh, Amazon Prime or whatever. Okay. But yeah, so it, I popped up there and I was like, you know, I've never seen Jaws. I ne- think You've never seen it? I've never seen Ever. it. Ever. Oh, okay. I've wow. never seen it. So I was one... I have like this weird blind spot of movies from like the late seventies, early eighties, where I wasn't really old enough to be watching them sure. when they were popular, mm-hmm. and then I never bothered to go back. So I dismissed it. I was like one year old when it came out, so I dismissed it for a long time as just another like just, like campy horror thing, okay. right? Jaws, you guys, is awesome. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's so scary. Breaking news: <laughs> Jaws is a good movie. <laughs> I loved it. I was just so stoked. Like I watched the first. The acting's great. The music is great. Yeah. Um, and it's not a story about a shark. It's like more a story about like 
um, adventure and sort of small time and friendship and family and small time, um, uh, small town kind of politics. And uh, it was great. Five stars. I totally loved it. Five stars. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) So there's nothing scarier than something lurking underneath a deep surface. And you can't see it. Like, that's ocean freaks people out. Water freaks people out. Because you don't know what's under there. Yeah. And that's, like, the perfect setup for, like, a horror. And so much of that movie is, this is what I think, so there's nothing scarier than what we can imagine, than what we imagine in our minds, right? Uh, So there's a lot, there's very, actually, very little actual shark footage, Mm -hmm. right? And the, and the can it doesn't age super well. Like, when you finally do see the, like, mechanical Mm -hmm. thing, it's like, okay, that's a little cheesy. But uh, for the most part, yeah, what you see is, like, they're shooting, uh, like barrels into it so they can track it so these yellow oh, yeah, barrel, yeah. barrels oh, are floating yeah. around so what you, you don't you just see currents and barrels moving and dark shadows and stuff but you never see that anyway it's great so this got me so the music was great and it got me thinking about John Williams okay oh, yeah. yeah because he'd go from like you know the famous theme of course but then it would turn into like a, a sea shanty kind of interspersed along with it there's this one point where the chief was running like because his son was in the pond and the shark was over there and we're hearing the da da, but it was him. It was him running through the crowds of people on the beach. So it was like paralleling the shark movement. Oh. Anyway, I was stoked, you guys. This got me thinking <laughs> about tell. John Williams' themes. So these are my top five John Williams movie themes. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. This isn't as good as my alien one last time. No, this is going to be way better than that. And what I've done is I found them all like little YouTube clips. So I'll play a few seconds. Oh, oh nice. this is kind of... Okay. Okay, so... When you said multimedia, I was worried you were just going to show us video clips. <laughs> and then we were just going to all kind of look at him. And it was going to be silent on the podcast. But you brought audio. So that's... Audio. You're a pro. You're a pro. Knowing this is an audio medium... Aaron, I never doubted you. Just want to put that out there. Uh, like Matt. Matt doubted you. <laughs> I never Sam, did. I'm yeah. going to miss you when you're gone. Not being doubted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's this kind of combative relationship that Aaron and I have. That you have <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. The podcast is going to be great going forward. <laughs> Just lots of fights and beefs. <laughs> okay, number five. You might be familiar with this one. Okay. Hopefully. The- oh. I feel feel like I should have a lightsaber in hand right now. <laughs> By the way, you're probably when uh, when John Williams sues us for um, stealing his songs without a license. I'm going to point them your way, Aaron. No, this is fair use because we're commenting on them. Oh, we are. Yeah, I think okay. there's like like critical like there's a critical thing you can yes. do. Yes, it's like, 30 yeah. seconds. Being I critical. Think. I, think it's 30, I think it's 30 seconds. I think it's 30 okay, seconds. I'll try to keep free. it under 30 seconds. Okay, so Star Wars. Star Wars is number five for me. And oh, this is top five. We're going to number one. one to number one. Five is my least. Favorite of favorite, favorite of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not a huge Star Wars guy either. Okay. But you can't deny how great that theme is. I think yeah. especially um, like the Imperial. I think there and, could be some uh, controversy around that. There's a lot of Star Wars fans out there that would put it at number one. I would, yeah, this solidly is at number one. I, I would have thought that, I'll, yeah, that's number yeah. one on a lot of lists. And you've come out by saying it's the least favorite. Yeah. Of your favorites. Oh, yeah. They're There's going to be a lot of angry better. people if your top choice is like Indiana Jones or something. Oh, Indiana Jones is a great one. Which, we'll which could happens. be it. We'll see but what then Star Wars is five. Mm, okay. Star Wars is five. I don't Who's know. Who's going to be angry about that? All right. What's number four? Okay. Number four. I'm trying to hide the phone from you guys so you can't see. Do you know this? Yeah. Classic. 
Do you know it? I don't know yeah. if I know it. You should know this! You'll, uh, you'll recognize it in a minute. You don't know I mean, this? I recognize it, but I don't know that I... Oh, man. Okay, I'm going to go... I'm going to skip ahead to one part. This one. Oh. This is Indiana Jones. No. No. Oh, <laughs> oh Matt. I always get these ones confused. Oh, Matt. Oh, Superman. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Nice Superman. Job. Oh. Christopher Reeves. Oh, Superman. I'm a Superman fan. That's embarrassing. That's why I was like, Matt. <sighs> Come on, Matt. Superman, number four. That's, That's my a great one. I actually, I really like I that really one. like that one. There's too. something so triumphant, and it fits Superman so well. Just that theme is Here perfect. is my thing about John Williams. As demonstrated in my inability to work out what that song was, there is, like, I feel like there's a lot of overlap. Like, to, like you can identify a John Williams song or theme by listening to it, but then it can be hard to distinguish... Like Which a, one it is? Like especially a like a triumphant fanfare uh-huh. kind yeah, of yeah, thing yeah. like that. It's 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 hard. Like it's obviously different than a Jaws theme would be. So right. yeah, there there's some over. I can see that. I, I have a little okay. bit of trouble. Okay, but. I don't. I don't. But. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty obvious. <laughs> can you see him like uh, Christopher Reeve flying through the air? Yeah, yeah it's so good. Okay, number, that was good. That was good. That's yeah. a good. I, felt, That's a, number I felt a little something with That's that number one. Number four. I can't believe there's still three more. <laughs> He's a prolific wow, guy. What man. a great list. <laughs> okay, number four. Uh, this may be the list. best my list ever. I just <laughs> I want to throw send out Sam there. off with a, okay. out with a bang. Okay, number three. <laughs> Shifting gears a little bit. All right. Uh, okay, I might edit out some of this blank space. Oh, this is so good. It's got like it's got a few notes of Harry Potter, interestingly, but it's not that. I don't think. Do you not recognize it? Is this R two D 2s theme song <laughs> from Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> Whenever R two comes on the this screen, is... they play this song. <laughs> it's just a mournful, <laughs> mournful violin. It's like poor for little R2. robot. Poor little <laughs> robot. Slaves to humans. <laughs> poor R two. <laughs> Well, you guys are going to feel like giant jerks because that's Schindler's List. <laughs> oh, man. There couldn't be a worse thing that I could say. I got that so wrong. It's almost like offensive. I actually have never seen Schindler's List. Oh, okay. That it's, maybe Schindler's List is my Jaws um, that I need to go and see. Yeah, you should so, see. Yeah, that. Schindler's List is great. I'm never going to recognize that. Yep. Yeah, that, so that obviously beautiful haunting. So that's one where there's... It's like a, the opposite of a fanfare theme, but it's yeah. just like this simple melody, and it's just played. I think it's it's Jack uh, Perlman plays violin, like oh. solo violin on it. So it just just amazing. yeah, that's, that's an interesting little twist there in your list, right in the middle. Just yep. Mm. yep. I don't know how many people will recognize that one. Let us know if you did. Yeah, I would be curious too. Okay, we're all ready to number two. Okay, this better be good. I think I know what it is. I have to turn my phone um, toward you guys to get the speakers, so you have to look away. You don't really have to, actually, because the speaker's no, on the bottom. Just yeah, like yeah, this? yeah, yeah. Okay. Speaker's on the bottom. Okay. <laughs> um, 
I consider you kind of a tech, like a techie savvy guy, Aaron. Yeah. And I, it's kind of surprising you didn't know where the speakers were on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> when I put my ear to it, though. Yeah, that's a, that's a, a speaker. Mic. Up that's there a speaker too. too. It is. Yeah. Otherwise, how would you hear oh, anyone yeah. talking to you? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's there's a couple speakers. Just leave me alone, Sam. When are you leaving, anyway? <laughs> I'm going to write... You know, we've been asking for written letters for so long, and we've only gotten, like, one. Yeah. And it was weird. It was, like, a threatening... <laughs> I'm going to... And it wasn't you know, handwritten. I'm, it was typed. Oh, yeah, it was typed. It was almost <laughs> like a ransom. It was, like, some sort of ransom note. Anyways, I'm going to be the one now sending mail to oh. Curious Church Podcast. Oh, love it. We would love that. Yeah. We would open that, and we we would even read it. All right. I don't know. We can't commit to reading it on the podcast. I think you could. Just, just commit right now. I know. Just when commit you, on air. When you write handwritten letters, though, you tend to use some pretty foul language. <laughs> I know that's your tendency. I will do it in cursive. Okay. So if you can still read cursive. Yeah, I probably can. Okay. You guys ready for number two? Yeah. Yeah. This melody is so good. Sounds like the sound's coming from up here. Ooh, it harp the sound down. You know this one. I, I mean, I probably do, but I also don't. I'm very bad with identifying music. And lyrics. Lyrics is also a weakness. Give me a hint. Uh, reptiles? Oh, Jurassic Park. The right original. Here. Yeah. So good. And then you hit it. <laughs> oh, those are lightsabers. That, sweet, that could right? actually work for Star Wars. Can't you see like an epic I lightsaber mean, battle? These, we have R2's theme. We have this for an epic lightsaber battle. Yeah. Yeah, this is the definitely. kind of the fanfare idea you're yeah, talking yeah. about, but I think there's oh, a that lot is, of that is a good one. There's a lot of like melody in there that I really like. You know, on the new Star Wars, that uh, Pog, whatever that is, that little creature. Yeah. Don't you think it looks like Furby? I can see that. Yeah. Do you think it's there's a, a new creature? I in think Star they, Wars? yeah, they stole it from Furby. I think. Which <laughs> should be Hot our take. Which should be our mascot. Aren't there already Ewoks? We should have Aren't some Furbies already Furby things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where that was number two. That was number two. Last one. Oh boy, this is this is number one. This is, I think, John Williams' best. Okay, what can you tell us before I know you what play it's gonna it? Be. You, I know what before it's you play be. it. Can you tell us without giving it away what you think makes it the best? No, I can't. Oh, okay. You'll it just it just it. stirs something in his heart and in his guts. This is might be his most iconic, other than Star Wars, I think too. You knew it, right? Yeah. And then you need, at some point, the crack of a whip. That part right there was very Superman-ish. That was very Superman-ish. This is why I struggle. And these are probably pretty close in years. Yeah, he's kind of making all these in the late 70s, 80s. Yeah. 
Right. So that was Indiana Jones. I think probably all of them, Raiders of the Lost Ark, they probably used Did that he same. do Jaws? Yeah. Oh, you didn't put Jaws on there. No. Um, E.T. is also another super oh. famous one. Oh, but man. You could have done like a top five. You could have done a top ten list. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty amazing. That's actually. my top five. That's my list. Good job, John Williams. Yeah, it was good. It was wrong, but... <laughs> oh. All right, we're going to do another segment here called What's Your Beef? I like chicken and turkey with cheddar. I like a tofu burger, but bacon is better. So what's your beef? And this is a segment where we uh, we just complain about stuff. We get angry. But it's always done in a, you know, <laughs> we're not really mad, are we? You seemed pretty mad about my list. <laughs> <laughs> I think when I do my, the, my beefs, there's always like, it's kind of funny. Aaron, when you do it, it's kind of funny. But when Matt does it, I feel like there's genuine anger. He takes it to a real real place. I try to inhabit. I'm like a method actor. I'm not just here <laughs> reporting. I'm inhabiting my beef. <laughs> so who should we start with? Should we start with Matt? No, end with me. End okay, with okay, me. okay. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll start. Sure. You know... There's lots of things to be uh, frustrated about <laughs> in this beautiful world. Um, but uh, today I decided to focus on the fact that almost everything you go to now, everywhere you go, every restaurant you eat, every coffee place you go to, every grocery store has like reward points. So it's like, so, so it's like every, every place now, it's like if you signed up for every program, if you got every single card, yeah. every single punch card, yeah. every single you know, keychain toggle thing, <laughs> I mean, like, can we just stop with rewards? Like, I love the reward idea, but let's just give rewards to everyone. Like, let's just, let's, let's stop. Let's stop with the, Sam. the cards. This is a great one. Right? Yeah, I'm right there with you. It's just you. like, are Let's you a like, member? Are you a part of our system? Do yeah. you want to sign up today? Yeah, I like, always say no. no. Of course not. I'm like, if I said yes to every <laughs> single, every place you go, they want to yeah. sign you up for yeah. their program, whatever well, that is. And it's a and giant it's just information a, it's just gathering system. Well, right? exactly. Yeah. They just want to know how old you are, yeah. where you live, mm-hmm. you know, all this stuff. Right. And, then, and then they sell your information. That's what they do. Yeah, and I, I welcome that because if they're going to give me a free pizza on my 10th one, I just got a free pizza. <laughs> my data is worth far less than that free pizza. See, this is like, so Matt has the complete opposite. I'll give my opposite. social security number for a free pizza. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Matt actually would do that. On the, on the exact opposite spectrum of my beef. I kind of am, actually. Like, if something, uh, so I'm not going to pay money for a membership thing. And except maybe in some rare exceptions, but if they tell me it's free, it's simple, and you get some kind of rewards, I'm probably gonna say, "Yeah, give me that punch card. I'm in." Here's my email. So I'd like to see your wallet number because it's probably like it's probably like an encyclopedia (laughs) size. No, because most places are at least getting a little smarter, and it's either app based, right? So it's like just on your phone, or it's going to be uh, based tied to a phone number that you can just key in. So you don't need to carry around as much stuff. So y- your complaint is really from like a mid-2000s rewards boom <laughs> era. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's a little dated. I agree. Dated. Okay, I'm living in like 2002. Okay, but what's wrong with that? Yeah. I still have a beef about 2002. <laughs> this, is lo- this has been a long time 
you know, it's been stirring inside, gaining momentum. I'm getting more so and more mad the, about this. Can we drill into this just a little bit more? What's the thing that really bothers you about it? Is it that they ask, that they're always asking you? Is it that they're getting your information? Is it just that they exist? There's a couple things that bug me about it. One is it slows down lines. Okay. Extra I was, step I in the at, transaction. I was at annoying. Barnes and Noble. Yeah. Like last week. Yeah. You know, and they ask you, "Oh, are you a member here?" I say, "No." Would you like to sign up? It's just you got to fill out this information, and then people say yes to that, and then it slows down the line. Yeah. And that that that's that bothers that you. Beefs okay. Okay. That okay. Makes, I can see that it. makes me that. that makes me hot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's one of them. But then I don't know. It's, it's like, like cards, and I got to carry all these cards around with me. Dude, and Sam, I'm totally with you. I don't like rejecting people. Like, I'm here to have a transaction where I'm buying a service, and then you say, do you want to sign up for this? And I say, no, I don't want to. Like, I, w- I didn't go in there to make people feel bad, because it's also part of, I'm sure it's their job a lot of times, you know, they, they're required to ask you, you know, if you want to do this membership. Uh, it just makes me feel kind of gross. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Huh. Aaron, yes. Aaron, <laughs> Interesting. Okay. A little bit of Aaron's psychology there. Mm. Doesn't like to bring people down. Anyways, yeah, yeah, my, here's my solution to this all. Let's all stop with the cards and the rewards and the membership, you know, whatever, advantages. And let's just make it all for everyone. I, what does that even mean? Let's just... Like everyone always gets a free pizza? Because then that business can't stay in business. Well, I'm thinking like grocery stores when it's like, oh, if you're a member at Safeway, you actually get... Like they have the membership price, oh yeah, and then they have just the regular price, and I'm just like, just make it, make it that price for everyone. You know, don't what they do say. a membership. So, do you have a Safeway membership? But yeah, yeah, and because, oh, and do. then what happens okay, is you go through the line, and they're like, "Are you a Safeway member?" And it's like, "No," and they're like, "Oh, okay, well, let me use my here. I'll use my card." <laughs> oh yeah, right. That's the cashier nice. uses That's their card, not, and yeah. they swipe in. It's like, well, what's the what's the point? Well, that person just got gas rewards, so they're pumped that they just <laughs> on your hundred dollars <laughs> worth of groceries. That was good. Gas rewards pumped. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Uh, that said, That's don't good. forget to follow Curious Church on Facebook and join our Curious Church Club, where yeah. you'll earn free listens. <laughs> yeah, listen to nine episodes, get the tenth free. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aaron, good day. Um, I'll keep my beef short. It's uh, it's actually drives me bananas. Ooh, wow. Is how beefy banana quickly strawberries become inedible. Yeah, two days. Two days tops. Tops. And then you got like gnats swarming around and green, like green mold. I feel like it grows so fast, I can just stare at it and watch the mold grow. So we got some for strawberries yesterday. I'm in a big old panic now to eat them all in time. Strawberries, what's up? Maybe there's a tip. Maybe I should keep them in a fridge. No, I don't know. You don't, should I keep them you don't in- put strawberries in the fridge? No, the, I think oh. it's one of the things you don't put in the fridge. No, that would help the. Oh, really, I always put that it. would help the decay process. Ra- I mean, Rachel, my wife will tell you, I'm like put everything in the fridge. It's just it's the magical preserving machine. He just, <laughs> he's got cans in the fridge. He's putting like he's putting he's putting like dry oatmeal <laughs> in the <laughs> fridge. <laughs> yeah, maybe not that extreme, but I cans of beans in the fridge. <laughs> it's like why are these beans so cold? Yeah. He's yeah, got all his clothes my, in my there. My whole pantry, I just shove into the fridge somehow. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, the fridge helps. Okay. I'm maybe with you. I'll try when, that. when the but strawberries get still... goopy, when they get goopy and syrupy at the yeah. bottom, it just grosses me out. Yeah, they turn to, to mush. Yeah. I feel like the fridge is literally the technology you're looking for. <laughs> I don't think it I don't think it I think no? it maybe buys you a day. Okay. Yeah. 
we need to do an experiment. Our first curious church experiment. <laughs> Science experiment. <laughs> we'll bring lab coats and we'll goggles that, next yeah. time. So, All, All right, right Matt. Matt, Matt give us a. I know you got some. You got some fire today. You yeah. Got some so beef. here's what happened. I I was just living a grateful, joyful life, and Sam texted and said, "Let's do beefs today." And I thought, "Wow, there's there's just not a lot that I, is really getting my goat." I thought that, and so I said, "I'm going to turn to the people." Uh, to our listeners, to my friends, and see what beefs they have. And that's really what I'm bringing. I'm bringing a slew of beefs that have come up within an hour of us recording. Oh, no kidding. I put the call out just a little bit before, and these have flooded in. So I'm just going to read a few. I'm going to read all of them. I don't think we've ever crowdsourced beefs before. You know, I want to say good work, listeners. Good job kicking in. I would have never thought this because I'm living in like 2002. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here's here's some of the beefs that we got flooding in. Okay, the first one comes from Mark. He said, my biggest beef right now is driving and texting or using the cell phone while driving. Yep. He said, there's just so much information about how dangerous it is. It drives him crazy. Yeah. And that's pretty understandable. That's also like a good PSA. So thanks, Mark, for that one. Yep. We're gonna keep Put moving. your phones down when you're driving, people. Put them down. Don't do it. Daniel, our friend Danny, he said, when you're at the checkout somewhere and the employee has comments about what you are purchasing. Oh, I think that's so oh, weird. <laughs> That is so good. <laughs> he gave it. He gave it a couple of examples. One is at Starbucks. Oh wow, that's a lot of espresso you want in that drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. We we don't need your commentary. Or like the classic, right? Is the waiter who's like, "Oh, I see you really enjoyed that meal when you ate it quickly." I get that a lot because I'm a quick eater. Kind of offensive. <laughs> he he had another example at a grocery store. Are you having a party tonight? <laughs> oh wow, yeah, yeah. That person better that's, hope you're having happens. a party tonight. <laughs> Then he had, he had another one that was uh, kind of uh, uh, maybe a family-related beef. He said, when you're trying to get dinner on the table and the ice cream truck lumbers down the street, blasting the music, making your kids lumbers. go crazy for expensive ice cream. He didn't bold that, but I imagine it's supposed to be bolded. Why do they always drive by at 5 p.m.? <laughs> no. That is a fair question. It does seem like the ice cream truck people are working against you if you're a parent. I, I think um, you know when I'm when I'm gone. Maybe you should invite this Danny person to do the beefs. Yeah, we could like have to join you just for beefs. Guest beef, a guest beef, a guest beef. Because well, Danny's on ones. fire. But there's more. There's more. Not from not from Danny. We're moving on to some okay. other people. This one comes from Ryan. Felt a little personal. He said, "People who are bothered by the sound of two pieces of styrofoam rubbing together. <laughs> Those guys are the worst." <laughs> wow, Ryan. <laughs> Wow, because <laughs> listeners will know. That is one thing that really that's, bothers me. That's you. Anyway, here's another one. This one's from Kevin. Kevin Adams? No, not Kevin Adams. Kevin Collier, a friend from mine, of mine from college, actually. And I thought this was very good. Always using too much or too little floss. Oh, yeah. So hard to get the exact right amount of floss that you don't feel like you just wasted a lot oh. or that like it's too short for you to actually be able to floss your teeth properly. My sort of sub-beef to that is when you cut the circulation off in your fingers, you're <laughs> yeah, wrapping the floss around. Yeah. And they turn purple. I'm always yeah. a little nervous about that. I'm like, me am too. I damaging my fingers right now? So another beef. Flossing always makes me feel so productive. Yeah, I floss maybe not every night, but maybe like three or four nights a week. And then I feel like, or as better yet, in the morning, then your teeth kind of have that mm-hmm. like nice, good, achy mm-hmm. feeling, and your gums are like, yeah, let's do this. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> You know what a dentist told me? They said, if you have an option, if you can only do one, floss or brush, floss. Floss. Floss is that important. This this goes back to, uh, and I like it that I previously, I talked about my Todoist uh, to-do platform. 
Ever since I've had that, I've been flossing twice a day. Because I'm neurotic. Twice a day. I'm neurotic about checking things off. <laughs> that I to, my dentist told me to, so I'm also um, obedient. I, your I, gums I know, are bleeding everywhere. <laughs> I know we're not fixing beefs, but those little floss sticks you can order on Amazon are awesome. Is that what you use? Yeah, because it's like you can get like a thousand for yeah, 10 Yeah, tell bucks your, and, uh, whoever this beef... Whoever, I've, used, I've used that in the past, but... It saves the finger... Uh, the finger issue the finger as well. Numbing. I mean, yeah. is, it, is it as dexterous in your mouth? Yeah, I can like, get yeah, yeah. Yeah. But who cares about that it won't ever decompose? I mean, right? Like, it is let's more wasteful. Up, let's fill up the landfills. Yeah, with, that's uh, true. That's true. Right? Okay. That's my beef with that. But beef. we're done doing. We're done with straws now, right? <laughs> that's true. Well, that's this? a whole yeah. Like everywhere, I heard about this. People are Not are, are eliminating straws because there's a lot of straw waste. Well, but even that is complicated. That's that. Let's have a whole straw podcast sometime. Mm, good idea. Here's here's a couple more. A couple of last ones. Oh, <laughs> poor uh, Lonnie says poor grammar or punctuation on public signs. That's fair. Also sometimes hilarious, but a, a fair beef, Lonnie. <laughs> yep. And then Ryan, a different Ryan, says I hate when people use spaces to indent a line at the beginning of a paragraph instead of tab. I so agree. Also, I hate when people I put I just... two spaces after a period instead of one. Even though some people might argue that's the better way to do it, that's kind of a holdover from I think a typewriter. That's yeah. from two thousand two. It used to be yeah, that's, that's, that's Sam's that's era. That Sam still yeah. does. I do actually. I do two spaces. Sam, oh it's God. one. It's one now. I know, but I learned on two. I learned Sam two. actually does it. So it's just like my brain's like. Bup, bup. I know. No, you are. You're, bup, bup. I know. I know what's happening. You are handwriting on your yellow pad, and then you leave two spaces. <laughs> space, space. You measure it out. Space, space. <laughs> after your sentence, and then here's one last one. This one comes from Laura, our friend Laura Lee. She says Costco getting rid of Polish dogs. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So apparently her, her That's Costco's funny because her beef is about beef. Yeah, that's literally. <laughs> <laughs> that is a beefy beef. And uh, the last one, her beef is Sam leaving. Oh. She has a real beef. Well, Laura, don't be mad. Laura's beef. Be sad. Well, a little bit of both. <laughs> She's a little mad. So, thank wow, a huge thank you. Yeah, thank you, listeners. That's great. I didn't realize everyone out there is so angry all the time. Poured out their anger for us. <laughs> that was awesome. Maybe we have a responsibility to soothe this, our listeners rather than rile them up. Even Let's take more. another 10 minutes and fix all these beefs. <laughs> <laughs> all right, since this is my last podcast, I thought it would take a few moments to share a few thoughts, ideas, and actually <clears throat> to help prepare for this, uh, you know, for this little segment here. I went back and I listened to our very first. Oh, really? Podcast. Oh. 30 episodes ago, I think, right? 30? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was, uh, it was pretty good. Like, I was surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had, I had memories of it being somewhat decent, but I feel like we've grown a lot. Mm. Uh, there seem to be a lot of spaces, empty spaces in the podcast. I don't know. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think we were just finding our feet or yeah. whatever. But anyways, in that first episode, we talked about being uh, curious. Mm-hmm. And so I thought I would revisit that today. Because um, obviously the name of this podcast is Curious Church Podcast. And I still feel like after 30 episodes, uh, we've embodied what that means. And we talked about curious. Do you remember this? We talked about curious in two ways. The first meaning odd. (laughs) (laughs) Plenty of that. (laughs) Or peculiar or strange. (laughs) And I feel like, uh, I feel like, you know, we've embodied that. We've had a lot of fun. We've played a lot. Um, but we talked about it in that first podcast more specifically in the context of the church and how mm-hmm. the church 
it's just a very strange place. It's 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 odd. It's weird. And in my in my two and a half years of working at Granite Springs, that has <laughs> that has become more and more true. More and more true. I cannot figure out church. I can't make sense of church. Um, <clears throat> it is a very strange, peculiar place. It's very odd. <clears throat> but it's a so I sometimes I think about churches. It's it's just kind of a it's a chaotic mess. And you're so, not saying that just about Granite Springs. You're saying no. I'm saying about general. the church in general. Yeah. The church is just kind of a messy place, and the reason for that is because people are messy. Our lives are messy, and you can't control it. You can't you know organize all the chaos out of it. Um, but at the same time, I don't mean that in a, in a bad way. It's, it's a beautiful mess. And in my two and a half years of working at Granite Springs, the, the church is a, a curious place, meaning that it's a beautiful mess. It's just people are beautiful. Uh, the mess is difficult to deal with sometimes. We don't know what to do with it. But the fact is that God is present. God is in the mess, God is working through the mess, and that we don't have a, have to have everything together. We don't have to have our our lives perfect before we come to church. It's almost like when people walk through the door, I want to say to them, "Welcome to the mess." Mm. Well, you know, yeah, you know, we're so glad you're here. <clears throat> come grow with us. Come be curious with us here in this in this mess that God seems to to honor and to love and to be working through. Bring yeah. your beefs yep. in the door. Bring your beefs. We're not going to try to fix your beefs. No, you no. have beefs. <laughs> so that's the first one. I just wanted to kind of talk about that again. Yeah. And I think that's very freeing when we can, you know, we don't have to make the church perfect. It can just be, it can be curious, a very, very curious place. And, and we can love that. Mm-hmm. We can honor that. But the second one we talked about, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, feel free to chime in on this, uh, Matt and Aaron, is that... Um, we talked about it in terms of a certain posture. So we want to, we really want to cultivate curiosity and to be a place where we ask questions and to be a place where it's okay to not know things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we've embodied that too in the podcast where we've had a lot of different guests and uh, we've, I've learned a lot mm-hmm. and we've had a lot of good conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just wanted to talk about, I have four things that I want to, this in, is kind of a list. In classic list form, <laughs> Sam's <laughs> presenting four things. Okay, but top four favorite things? Yeah, no. Number okay, four. these are just four things about being what kind curious. of spectrum is there here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, so, you know, four things about being curious in terms of um, not knowing or being curious about life or curious about everything. And the first one is uh, permission to not know. So that's kind of what I want to leave. These are four things I want to leave with people hmm. as encouragements is that um, I want you to feel, I want everyone to feel permission to not know things. <clears throat> Boy, that was a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like some phlegm or something. <laughs> I'll edit that out. <laughs> no, leave it in. That's real. Okay. So permission not to know. And to be able to say that, and I think it's okay to have questions. It's okay not to know uh, something, and I think a lot of times in in kind of church culture, religious culture, uh, the idea of knowing or being sure or being certain about things is really elevated. Like we really we really push that, and then sometimes churches can feel threatened by really just the just by admitting that 
we don't know right. things. Right. And somehow that feels like a threat to faith somehow. Right, because faith is supposed to answer all your questions. <laughs> Which right. I think is strange because that's really not a definition of faith. A faith yeah. The definition of faith is trusting mm-hmm. while not knowing. Yep. But somehow we've turned around faith to think that faith means certainty. Yep. And, and that's mm-hmm. really not a biblical definition of faith. So that's the first one, permission to not know. And that's, that's great. And that's, that's a great point. And how wonderful it, it could be if you know someone's 75 years old, 85 years old, 95 years old, and they can kind of humbly say, you know, I don't know. But I'm interested, and I want to know, and I want to learn. I think that does foster like that, that posture of humility right off the bat, right? If, you, yeah. if you're going to come in as, as one, as having all the answers, especially if you're on staff at a church, I don't think that's the right perspective to approach your relationship with uh, with uh, God's people, yeah. yeah, and sometimes people want their pastors to know, right? yeah, and they yeah, want yeah. their they want their leadership to give them the answers to tell them what to do or how to live, right. and I don't think that's really the role of um, of pastors. We're called to walk alongside people in this journey of faith. I like when Jesus asked answered questions by asking another question. Yeah, yeah. So here's my second one, uh, permission to ask difficult or hard questions. Mm-hmm. So not only the permission to not know, but I really want to free up people to, um, to ask really hard questions in, in church. And sometimes, you know, I've heard so many stories of people who have really been turned off to the faith or have rejected Christianity or have rejected faith because at some point in their journey, usually when they were young, and they were asking lots of good questions or curious questions, they were being curious that the church shut them down. Yeah. Uh, especially, you know, when it comes to um, questions around science mm. or evolution or the Big Bang or how, you know, just reality. Like, how is this reality put together? How do we think about science? How do we think about discoveries? How do we think about all this stuff? And the church, again, feels threatened by that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and really has shut that down for a lot of people. And they feel like they can't really be honest about their questions in church. Right. And I, I would like to see that change, where the church can be a place where people can ask really hard questions and that we don't have to solve them or resolve them for people, but we can sit in the tension of not knowing and maybe begin to converse together. Without any compromise in our faith, right? Yeah. Which I think is key too. That's right. Yeah. So good. There's that one. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of like this is kind of underneath. Here's another permission. This one's kind of under underneath the two that I've already talked about. But permission to stay open mm. and to change your mind about something. So mm. I think if you really want to cultivate a curious posture, then you have to be willing to stay open. Um, I see so many people kind of shut down, especially mm-hmm. in their later years. Because they, well, it can happen even in your 20s. Um, yeah. You just become, for whatever reason, you think you know the answer, you think you know what's right. And so you stop being open. And, um, and uh, p- part of, I think, being a person of faith is, is willing to have your mind changed about mm-hmm. something. I mean, it's okay to have your positions, it's okay to have your thoughts, your opinions. But there should, you should always be. O- you know, able to hold this um, this possibility of having your mind changed, to be able to say, maybe I'm wrong about that, mm-hmm. or maybe I'm off mm-hmm. 
in my position. And I'd love to talk to other people, see what they think. Because if you enter into conversations, but there's no willingness to be changed or to have your mind changed, then you're not really conversing with people. It's just two people kind of talking at each other from mm -hmm. their various platforms or positions. And I don't think true dialogue really happens unless you're willing to be open and to be changed. Maybe the, uh, a sub point of this is also being willing to let other people change their minds, Yeah. right? Because it's very easy once you hear someone say something one time, you catalog that person and now you have an, a vision of what they think or understand. Hmm. And the other piece of this is actually being willing to say like, okay, everything you've said before might not reflect what you believe now. Yeah. And so we can have a dialogue because I'm not going to dismiss you on the basis of everything that you might have said before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the, that's a deeply relational one, I think. Yeah, I think so. But that can feel really scary to people too. Totally. Right. To be open, to be willing to say, you know, I, I think differently about that now than I did 10 years ago. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It really scares people for, for some reason. Mm -hmm. and, well, I think because often it's, um, they're equated, right? So if you're open, that means you don't, uh, you don't have any confidence in what you believe, which actually those two don't necessarily run counter to each other. You can be quite confident in what you believe and still be open to either new information or something, a way that you hadn't thought about the thing before. But often we think that if you're open, that means really you're just uncertain about everything, right? Because yeah. we have a vision of openness as being swayed. But that's yeah. not actually what we're talking about. Wishy-washy, yeah. yeah. That's not actually what openness necessarily is. It's a receptivity to dialogue and those kinds I of mean, things. I mean, is it possible to be kind of radically convicted about something, but also radically open? Hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, is that possible? We don't see those two things as working together or being able to exist in the same person. But wouldn't that be wonderful if that could? Hmm. Yeah. So, and then my last one is, um, so we kind of talked about permission to not know, permission to ask really hard questions, and then permission to be open. But the last one is permission to actually know. Mm. To be able to say, um, we're always learning, we're always changing, we're always believing new things. And this is something that you said is that in that first podcast is that um, we're believing new things, we're learning, we're growing, but it's also permission to believe the old things more deeply. Mm. That was pretty good, Matt. Matt wow. said that first episode? Matt said that. Oh, wow. wow. It's been downhill. downhill. First <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that was so good. I wrote that down. <laughs> oh, wow. And I even gave you credit for it. I could have stole <laughs> yeah, that. You could have stolen that because yeah. I do not remember saying that. But um, He's going to take that to his new church. It's <laughs> his own idea. Right. Like, Can we hold together this idea of being open and this permission to not know, but actually at the same time, give ourselves permission to say, but I do know a few things, mm -hmm. right? Because yeah. I, I want to be able to say that too, is that like part of growing is that we do, we stay curious, we stay open, but along the way, we do learn some things and we do get convicted about some things. And in some ways we do know things deeply. So I don't want to give this impression that, you know, we just have to stay open and that we don't actually know anything. Mm -hmm. I think part of faith is that um, we seek to understand. And in that seeking, we actually come to understand some things. Mm. Now, we always stay humble about that, knowing that we don't see everything or we don't know the whole, the whole story. But at the same time, we, I would hope as we journey in faith that we could say in, in some sincere 
way that we do know God. Mm. Yeah. Or we're knowing him and that can be real. And so, yes, stay open, stay curious, but also I want to give people permission to actually know and to move into that knowing and to kind of be rooted in, in knowing. I think that's, that's the hopeful vision of curiosity, right? It's not sort of endless question asking, although we can do that too, but it's uh, the hope in the hope of the podcast, right? Is that we move towards answers uh, and so, knowing that we won't reach all of them, <laughs> that's yeah. for sure, but that there are answers and we move in those directions. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so Curious Church Podcast, you know, after 30 episodes, I still believe in the vision. I thought you were almost <laughs> going to say after 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are 30 years later. And I feel like, you know, exactly that. We've had so many guests on. I feel like I've learned so much, mm-hmm. and yet I still have so many questions. There's mm-hmm. so much I don't know. And I think that's part of the wisdom that we hear from people as they age is that you act, one of the things you, you, you come to know so deeply is that you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. There, it's, it's funny that you mentioned all the guests. It's like, I feel like there was, and some we did do multiple, multiple parts, you know, multiple episodes of a, kind of the same topic. But there were so many times that a guest would be done and would be like, we could do another one. Like we could mm-hmm. talk about this for three or four more episodes. Yeah. And uh, so that's, yeah, I like, I love that sort of uh, constant, it's, I mean, it's an infinite path of, uh, of learning, being curious. So just know that like I'm, you know, moving to Grand Rapids, but I'm going to stay curious and I want you guys to as well. Don't turn this into, you know, Certainty Church Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the Answer Podcast. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good, Sam.
Well, this has been a wonderful podcast once again. I'm going to miss it. It's been a lot of fun. We'll miss I'm going to miss our listeners. Um, I'm really thankful that we've had this opportunity to hang out together and to um, to really do nothing together. <laughs> <laughs> you just went on and on about how we've been curious, how we've embodied the vision, oh, yeah. and then you just follow up by saying we've really done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been wonderful. It's been a wonderful mix of kind of playfulness and yet seriousness so and it's uh, and it's going to continue and it will continue so i'm sam i'm aaron i'm matt and on behalf of the listeners and aaron and myself sam thanks for being curious with us mm-hmm.